0: Greetings, and welcome to Montessori in Action, a podcast for Montessori educators to remind you that you are not alone. I'm your host, Elizabeth Slade, and let's spend some time listening to what is in the hearts and on the minds of other Montessorians. Our next episode features the emergence of public Montessori in the Ukraine. Anna, Volohova, and Victoria Sherbina talk about their Montessori journeys, the impact of the war in Ukraine, and their work together to support Montessori schools during this time. Anna is the CEO of Montessori UA, an organization founded this past spring in response to the war in Ukraine with a goal of bringing people together and spreading the Montessori method across the country. Victoria is the director of a Montessori program who is working with the government to support open access to Montessori education. Please welcome Anna and Victoria. Welcome, Victoria and Anna. Thank you both so much for being here with us today.
1: Happy to be here. Thank you for invitation, Elizabeth.
2: Thank you very much for this invitation and the possibility to be the part of this conversation. Thank you.
0: Would you introduce
2: yourselves to our listeners? My name is Victoria Shcherbina. Um I am the Montessori teacher for many years, but I started from the researcher in the field of international relations and foreign policy. Have PhD in political science, but for many years I work with kids, uh, preschoolers and low elementary kids, and I understand that the Montessori education is just the way for education and for international peace and good uh, world. So, as for me, I graduated North American Montessori Teacher Mm -hmm. Center in Canada distantly and have the uh, diploma of Montessori teacher. Also, I have many projects for the development of preschool education and lower elementary education. Uh, So, I have uh, some... Printed works about the method of scientific pedagogy of Maria Montessori. Also, how to teach kids uh, uh, of preschool and low elementary using this method. It's the training uh, that I have for the teachers who just know about Montessori method, just basic information and so on. Mm-hmm. So, I'm happy to be here. And what else can I say? Now I'm very, very interested in and I do many things to approve the Montessori program for preschool education at the national level of Ukraine.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Anna Volohova. Uh, I'm the Montessori educator. I have four years of experience. Three of them are with toddlers and one of them is with three to six children at some point i was working with both categories at the same time and it was kind of challenging uh <laughs> also um so i have medical degree actually uh I, I worked as an emergency doctor for 2 years but um at some point of my life i realized that i want to do something else i figured out that um uh, as of my family had four generations of medical doctors. Uh, I never questioned who I will become when I will grow up. So I became mm-hmm. a doctor. But later on, I started to question this decision. So at some point, I took a gap year and went to travel. Uh I bought a ticket to India and I went to travel around the world. Uh, so for five months I was volunteering in different environments uh, in India, in Nepal and in Cambodia I was working with uh, children and teaching them English and that's when I realized that hey teaching is the thing I really want to do and later uh, when I settled down in Vietnam I found I was actually it was Kind of coincidence, but I don't believe in coincidence. So I feel like everything happens for a reason. So I was just uh, uh, staying in the school instead of my friend. He left for vacation and he asked me to come to school and to teach children English instead of him. And guess what? That was a Montessori school. So uh, that's how I first came to Montessori. And I immediately fell in love with it. And this is how my journey started four years ago. Since that time I worked uh, in Ukraine. Uh, I worked in Vietnam.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I worked in Albania. And I worked in Turkey. And uh, later on, with all the things that are happening right now, um, I decided uh, to found the uh, NGO the non-governmental organization, uh, that is called Montessori UA. And, uh, our main goal is to unite Montessori educators from Ukraine and to support them, uh, during these hard times. So now I'm a CEO and founder of this organization and this takes all of my time to, to do everything that we can do for our educators.
0: So your path sounds much like Dr. Montessori herself.
1: Sometimes I think of that, and it kind of reminds me of her way, but she's my inspiration.
0: Thank you both. So we can't begin our conversation today without acknowledging the war in Ukraine. How has that impacted you?
1: Thank you so much for asking this question, because it's really important topic to cover and i know that even though everyone speaks about ukraine everywhere it feels like that but it's still important to explain to the people how we feel and how it all goes from inside so um, for me personally um we all 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 of the ukrainians are still stuck in february that's like the local ukrainian joke slash not joke we all feel like it's still february going for us Everybody remembers the day when it started, very, very bright. For me, it was seven a.m. I woke up from my partner telling me that the war started, and uh, of course, the first thing for me was just to understand what to do next. So the first thing I we did we went to the, um, to the. We went to the local. which is the um basically that's the facebook group of ukrainians in Mm -hmm. istanbul where i'm located right now and we all met there and we went to the russian embassy to create the protest against what is happening but when i came home i realized that that's like i can do more um so i contacted the first intention was to help Medically, as I am a medical doctor, that, that was the most important thing to do. So I contacted my friends from Ukraine, uh, those that we were working together during the revolution of dignity, because, uh, revolution of dignity is the, uh, this is a special event that happened in 2013, 2014 in Ukraine. And it actually, that's the time when the Crimea, uh, peninsula was uh, extracted and, uh, annexed by, by Russia. And, uh, so when all the active things were happening on the main street of Kiev, uh, the capital of Ukraine, I was there. And when people were shooting, I was there working on the, on the Red Cross team, uh, like emergency team. And, um, uh, that was the reason why I became the medical doctor, the emergency doctor afterwards. So the Mm -hmm. first thing I did was contacting my friends uh, and my colleagues and uh, figuring out what can be done right now. So I started to coordinate the connection with the hospitals of Kiev first and later on with the hospitals of the southeast of Ukraine. I'm still doing this but very little. Now everything is delegated. But for the first month I was doing just that. But as soon as i had more time and i kept, i i started to have time to kind of breathe and i realized that okay now i need to do something that i really want to do and that i'm passionate about which is montessori so i reached out to one of my educators from ukraine which is natalia prybylska and i took a course a 3 to uh, 0 i took a 0 to 3 course with her And uh, she brought so much passion into hearts of each student. Mm -hmm. She's one of those teachers that is just brilliant. So I contacted her and I asked her, what is the situation with the educators? What is happening? How I can help? And we figured out that we need to organize something. And this is how the Montessori UA was born. Um also, in it reminded me so much of the time when Maria Montessori was escaping from war and organizing uh, her activity in India and, uh, you know, standing still even though the storm was around. Like, she was able to, to bring that power and to collect all of her power and to create the best possible ways for children to overcome these challenges. So this is kind of what we are doing now. We are just trying to also to collect everything we have in our hands with all the educators to to do the same, to support the children. This is the main goal.
2: Yeah, I would like to share about me also. Uh, I am mom of three kids. And uh, of course, when the war started, the big war started, I was forced to leave my home, my country, and went to Czech Republic, where I was invited by the Montessori English teacher from Czech Montessori school. And I came to Czech Republic. to people whom I didn't know personally, but just by Facebook, some posts, some sharing of posts, and so on. But they were very kind, and they helped me to stay here. I started, started to work with Ukrainian kids here in Czech Republic, in Montessori School. And I had the class from the first grade till the 10th grade. It means that from six till eighteen. <clears throat> and uh, i needed to teach them together at the same time and uh I didn't have such kind of experience, but it was my uh, responsibility, and I understood that this is what I can do for these kids, for my country, and for Montessori, like scientific pedagogic mm-hmm. system. So I didn't have experience to work in class that has more than three year uh, difference between kids. But I started to read uh, the books of Maria Montessori again, and to find Find there maybe some kind of hints that can help me to organize this so different psychologically and age kids. And I found one interesting way how to do it, and then I was really uh, effective working with them. So, uh, and now I have some tips how to organize kids in. Montessori way if they have so big range of age at the same time it's good experience for the future at the same time I was always interested in uh, the comprehensive peace for the world and Montessori is just Now I see and I am really sure that this is the best way to reach this peace because we need to start with kids when we want to have the community, the international community that really can respect each other, that can really, um, just refuse aggression like the way to reach what they really want. And that uh, the, the really main, that we can do like educators is to support kids from the early childhood and to help them to save this in their hearts, this respect and way of uh, behaving Mm -hmm. to each other and to peace around them. Uh, to the world around them so this is the best way and what happened really was cruel for my family because now we are just separated from my uh, relatives and my kids just call to my parents to say hello but at the same time I know that here I can also help especially when i work a little bit with ukrainian people at the same time when i when anna called me and asked me would i would would i like to join this montessori ua non-governmental organization to make more for ukrainian people of course i said yes and at the same time the public montessori was always my aim and i started to move towards it Uh, So I found that this would be a nice possibility to join and uh, like big strength of many people who want to make the same things to reach this public Montessori also.
1: I would like to add something. Uh, As Victoria is mentioning uh, public schools, I would also like to highlight the montessori schools that we currently have in ukraine and around half of them started to open um, some of them are still working under the under the on- online versions and blended versions of uh, of education but some of them opened this some this academic year in september mm, and I would really like to honor those educators from Ukraine that are staying especially close. Uh, There are schools that are just 30 kilometers far from from the very hot areas where the fights are going on. So those people are extremely amazing and I, I honor those teachers so much and I would like to thank them for their work because they continue to work with children despite all the things that are happening right now.
0: Yes, and as teachers, to be holding children and families as they're going through such a traumatic experience.
2: Can I also add some words about Ukrainian teachers? Uh, Many schools were destroyed, but as we, Ukrainian teachers, are like one body... Montessori body, uh, we tried to help each other and some teachers who could move from the very dangerous places to more safe places were invited by other Montessori schools that were working in other places of Ukraine and we found some works to them, uh, shelter, uh, any support that we can do, we could do for these uh, teachers. But at the mm-hmm. same time, we are really very much suffering from this war because the most of the Montessori schools are in private sector so they are supposed to earn money by themselves and at the same time uh, most of them are not working because they were situated in dangerous places some of them were ruined some of them were closed because of the very dangerous situation Uh, at the same time some of them are closed because the teachers moved Kids moved, so it's just a large amount of stuff uh, who needs to to be supported, uh, like. Um something that can be material like shelter or maybe work and at the same time uh, psychologically too because we need to support kids but we also need to be supported by somebody who can help us to have strength to be patient with kids and you see to hold on all the situation that can happen and as many of the uh, Montessori teachers also need the psychological also support and some other support, I think that this um, this war affected us not only by destroying uh, the buildings and Montessori schools, but also by affecting our psychological states. And we also need support in it.
1: It's really hard... Uh, not only for teachers but also for parents uh in Ukraine all over Ukraine in in, in the schools and in the public schools and kindergartens in the montessori schools and kindergartens it doesn't matter there are uh, several reasons for that first of all of course everyone hears the sirens every day and they produce stress because you never know like the siren means that the rocket is coming and you never know if it's coming to you or if it's just passing to the other city, which is not much better, right? The second reason is that many people moved. So many, especially private schools are suffering because uh, they don't have enough children. They don't have clients. So, um, uh, usually we, we have the, we, we already mapped all the schools that are still working and mm-hmm. they are, uh, they are sharing information that usually around five to 10 percent of the children, uh, that were present before the full scale war started are still in the class. But now, so at first they had only a couple of children and still in some schools you can see two, three, five children. And now they are starting to get more attention from new parents that are coming, that are coming from the, uh, they are internally displaced and they are basically coming from the territories that were occupied or that were bombed. And this is uh, another struggle because uh, teacher, uh, and uh, as Victoria mentioned, schools also accept educators from those areas and they're happy to see them because a lot of educators are leaving as well um, there is a huge problem, uh, with the Montessori education because now basically, uh, schools are ready to hire anyone who is willing to work with the child. That's the only criteria. So we also face the importance and the challenge of educating all of the teachers and we are currently uh, providing workshops and training programs different kinds of uh, activities for those teachers to support them to keep them motivated to give them some inspiration to continue because we want them to feel you know to stay as much calm as possible in this situation it's very important to create to create safe spaces for those people and uh, one more thing is, um, so because people are coming from the places where they were under occupation or under bombing, they are sharing very terrible, terrible stories. Um, children were staying on the basements of the building with a corpse for weeks, and they are sharing this with other children and with teachers. And uh, th- so this is just the like the worst thing that you can imagine, right? Um, And another thing that is bothering teachers and and parents so much, each of them have story of some of the relative father or son or Mm -hmm. brother or sister, doesn't matter, someone is on the army right now, right? So he's defending the country, he's defending Ukraine, or they were, they are already gone. Or they were lost, and they don't know what happened with them. Which is, I think, one of the worst things when you like ignorance, when you don't know what's happening. That's these are the challenges that Ukrainians I, Ukrainians are meeting right now. So you can see the broad the broad vision of how how it feels to be Ukrainian right now.
0: Thank you both so much for sharing so openly. That's very moving We'd love to hear about the emergence of Montessori in public schools there in Ukraine Would you share a bit about the
2: emergence? Okay Uh, Many many years ago our public school uh, received assistance support from AMS and Started the Montessori kindergarten and then the lower elementary school in Kiev but this school was the only one public school and now it is the only one public school Montessori school in Ukraine totally this uh, school is experiencing the experiment for Montessori for 30 years and till now they couldn't uh, approve the Montessori program in public sector uh, but as I know some about this experience, and in 2015 I started to follow my pathway like I want Montessori in public schools, I started to examine a lot of governmental uh ...governmental um different documents, yes, according to mm-hmm. education at all, uh, alternative programs and so on. And I found one way that was different from our public Montessori school... ...because I didn't want to experience 30 years of experiment with no result... So I found the other way how I could do it, and I started it in 2016. Uh, I approved the local Montessori program for my private kindergarten, and it was one first small, um, uh, small achievement for me and for Montessori Society of Ukraine. So. We started this program in 2016. After that, I needed to experience five years of this program in my private school so that I could ask for a regional level for this program. So, But as the war started and um, Mm -hmm. now the Ministry of Education is open to many things and uh, we have the possibility to provide montessori like governmental program now nowadays we um made some development of this program uh, that i made in 2016 and nowadays uh, we put it for um like uh, it's just like inspection to some uh, phd in pedagogical science so now we are just gave them this program for the inspection and waiting for their response to this and now I have the other steps that I need to follow to approve this program on governmental level so I could share with this uh, public Montessori kindergarten and school with this program to follow because they started from one path But you see, it was not successful during 30 years. So as I and my lawyer friend found the other way how to do it, we started. So now we are on the way. And we are really um, very intensive in our attempts to make it finally for Ukrainian people, for Ukrainian kids. Because many of kids... Really don't have uh, so much money to pay for private Montessori school. So, but Mm -hmm. Montessori is the education for everyone. And we want the parents uh, and their kids to have possibility to choose. Would you like to join traditional or Montessori school? It should be uh, like affordable to everyone in Ukraine. That's the way why I'm very struggling for Montessori in public schools.
0: So Montessori talks about cosmic task, and it's occurring to me as you're talking about your cosmic task, everything you did before contributing to now and bringing your PhD in political science to this
2: effort. Thank you, because uh, you see, when I uh, I started my uh, PhD in political science, because I was always worrying about wars. I love history from my childhood, and I was thinking, oh, everyone starts to starts war because of the interest. Is there any other way how to manage it? And my uh, first way was like it was uh, the uh, my PhD was about the uh, European security and um, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, neutrality and uh, status like one of those that can help some countries to 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 be stable and to live in very aggressive environment as it as it can be but the second step that i would like for myself was how to uh, gain peace for all the world like the concept of peace and when i started to uh, search information about concept of peace i found maria montessori Lections. And it was like, you see, it was like some, I think that God helped me with this. So I found some words that were really, uh, like you see, it it were given to me in the right time, in my complete heart. And I understood, oh my God, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. I need to start with kids. And you are really right, because all of my background that I received before uh, was on the way how I can use it for peace for Montessori and for program of Montessori in Ukrainian private uh, public schools.
1: I would just love to add that I remember the day when um, Lyudmila Shpakovich, uh, I was talking to her. This is one of our coordinators. And she told me, oh, do you know Victoria. I said, "No, who is Victoria?" And she said, "That that's the lady that is doing the public Montessori." And that was because we were speaking about the public Montessori, one of as one of our big goals. And we were so happy to found Victoria when when we met and when she told what she's doing. I was so happy. And later on, it was just this spring, mm-hmm. but I uh, I feel like that was the right time uh for us to meet and uh uh, that's something like that you you laid you laid such a big background for everything uh to happen and i'm i really hope we will make it possible to happen as soon as possible uh victoria mentioned that uh right now the communication with the ministry is quite easier and also um In our organization, we are representatives uh, on the United Nations Educational Cluster for Ukraine. And I'm also coordinating the subcluster for early childhood. So we are in touch with the ministry uh, basically every week. And uh, right now, we are working... On the project for the mental Health day for the children together, so this is one of the first step steps of cooperation with the ministry from our organization. We are laying the foundation for our next big project, which is Victoria's uh program that is ready to go mm-hmm. nationally. We really want to speed it up to like jump upon. One level and to go to the national level as soon as possible. We really because our main goal is to share Montessori among people, make it available, make it, and also to remove the stigma that it's kind of um information education for a light or some kind of um weird way. Like many people still don't understand what is Montessori in Ukraine
0: yeah right. Misconceptions, yeah I don't think it's just the Ukraine. I think it's in the whole world is those misconceptions for the elite or that it's a an odd way of doing it
1: probably anyway in Ukraine, we want people to um to have access to quality education mm-hmm. and as Montessori is the best education for peace, it will be so needed after. Everything will finish with the war after the victory. We only say it this way, and uh, we will need uh, to support children and teachers and parents. Everyone will need recovery, and I feel I believe that Montessori is the way for those, for everyone to recover under after this war.
0: Mm, lovely. Will you share with our listeners what's needed now? What's in order to support? further developments, what, what will your next steps be to make public Montessori wider and to reach more children?
1: So for now, we have several projects. Uh, one of them is simply translating the books of Maria Montessori. We mm. want everyone mm-hmm. to have access for them. And uh, uh, one of them will be available on our website on Ukrainian this year. Uh, for free people could uh, can just use it and the team of our beautiful translators are d- creating the translation right now and three more books are in progress of translation it's education and peace the absorbent mind and the secret of childhood mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. hope that all of them will be published next year but maybe we'll see how it will go <laughs> mm-hmm let's mm-hmm. say like this another big project for to make montessori accessible and recognized by society is creating the course for for parents we want parents to understand what is montessori mm-hmm. and how to do par- montessori parenting at home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we are creating the course actually there will be four courses one of them zero to three Another three to six, six to 12 and 12 to 18. So for different ages, um, all the parents will get access to understanding how to deal with the struggles of the child in a Montessori way. And we want this project, we want this course to be available for free for the parents because the goal is to make them, to make the education accessible. So currently we're, uh, in process of writing the grant for this project and also creating the strategy how it will be mm-hmm. how it will be done mm-hmm. and spread it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Another big project that is happening right now it's not related specifically to the public sector, but we also want to support schools that we have right now, and all, most of them ninety nine percent are private. so what we are doing right now On our website, when you go to the support button uh, section, you can find the button that says download, uh, download the document. And this is the the document that can help your environment, any school in the world or any neighborhood, any family can help us by teaching children about Ukraine. So when they download the document mm. they see the instruction on how to create the fundraising campaign to help us and mm-hmm. also it includes the um information for the cycle for, for the cycle um like to create uh, the topic of Ukraine mm-hmm. uh, to bring the topic of Ukraine to the children and also there are ideas for art and craft session Uh, with the Ukrainian topic. So children can learn about Ukraine, can do some fun, funny art and craft. And uh, then later on, uh, the exhibition can be provided for the, for the parents. It Mm. can be just beautifully laid Mm -hmm. in the lobby of the school, or it can be brought like to the garage sale. It doesn't matter. Um, it's (laughs) one of the ways how we want people to encourage people to fundraise, and then uh, those fundraising, uh, w- so after the end of the uh, this uh, beautiful event, you can contact us, and uh, we, uh, uh, by us, I mean Montessori UA, you can find all the credentials on the website, and uh, we will contact you directly with one of the schools in Ukraine. So we really want to create this network of, connection between ukrainian Mm. schools and Mm -hmm. international schools Mm -hmm. so they can support each other in different ways because Mm -hmm. ukrainian schools can also provide many beautiful things for Mm -hmm. uh, international uh, friends and Mm -hmm. this is one of the ways uh, that we found very simple and peaceful for everyone to join and we're welcoming everyone to join uh, also, we created the movie that is called Peace for Ukraine, Peace for Ukraine movie. It's available on our website and YouTube. And uh, so what is it about? Mm, there are messages from many international educators from different organizations, including AMI and the AMS, uh, and including the ancestors of Maria Montessori. And everyone is... um wishing like everyone is talking about peace and wishing peace for ukraine and you can also see on on the in the movie you can see all the schools of ukraine some of them were destroyed but uh still it gives the broad picture of how how it looks like and how it feels like right now Mm -hmm. Uh, so i Mm -hmm. uh i enjoy uh i welcome everyone to see uh, the movie to watch the movie, and uh, so this is what's happening. These are the main the main projects um, if we're not talking about the public sector. but if you would like to hear about the public sector from our side, uh, we are in contact with the ministry uh, each week, we provide them with information about what is happening in the public sector uh, what is happening in the Montessori world. And we also tell them that we are in pro in process of creating the program and we want you to see it soon. Mm -hmm.
0: Thank you both so much for being on Montessori in action podcast and sharing the
2: work that you're doing. It's really inspiring. Thank you both. Thank you, and we would appreciate any experience that somebody would like to share with us about that. Also, if maybe if somebody would like to share the experience, like some seminars or maybe uh, conferences, training courses, maybe some teeny trainings doesn't matter but if somebody would like to share with us with the, any information that could help us to develop montessori in ukraine we would really huge appreciate this because we want uh, to uh, communicate we want to interact we want to share we want to gain experience and uh, we would appreciate any any assistance, any help, and any heartful attitude that uh, can be given to us, um, to anyone who can listen this podcast or with whom you share about this. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Elizabeth, for, for bringing us here, for for inviting and for creating the space to share all of our... Uh, vision and all of our work
0: Mm. Thank you so listeners you can check the show notes for how to get in touch with Victoria or, or Anna if you have thoughts and ideas for them and their work in Ukraine thank you
2: Our show is a project of public Montessori in action elevating voices in the community to forward the mission Our host is Elizabeth Slade Our producer is Isaac Price Slade If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and sharing it with others. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts.